थैंक यू वेरी मच लेडीज एंड जेंटलमैन नाउ कश्मीर हैज बीन यू नो इन द न्यूज फॉर अ प्रिटी लॉन्ग टाइम नाउ एंड रिसेंटली मोर सो फॉर यू नो सम हिस्टोरिक स्टेप्स एंड चेंजेस दैट द मोदी गवर्नमेंट हैज ब्रॉट अबाउट एंड वेन आई स्पीक हेयर आई आई डोंट क्लेम टू यू नो प्रोफेस स्ट्रेटेजिक विस्टम दैट they were not armed with or i can equip them with but i speak here as a kashmiri who uh, unlike uh, the so called mainstream actors you know who had a very uh, i would say it was a very unexpected reaction you know uh, from farooq abdullah to mehbooba uh, mufti to umar abdullah that hey uh, as in you know they were to jettison uh, their citizenships or the links with the uh, umbilical links with the constitution of india that's given them this eminence i speak here as a common kashmiri who believes in the constitution and for right or wrong uh, the changes that have been made whatever ha- has been you know uh, uh, the tectonic shifts that have taken place i'm one of those people who are willing to discuss and who are willing to uh, sit across the table and thrash this out now any constitution in the world and that applies to our country as well it's as good or as bad as the people that are driving it make it out to be and the best constitutions of the world you know they haven't uh, if they have not fulfilled the aspirations of the people if they have not brought about hope in the society and in the system there has been there has been you know there has been resentment and there has been the constitution as such has been negated but uh, when we talk of uh, jnk and our constitutional rights people are under the notion that you know 370 meant that uh, rivers of uh, milk and honey development all around prosperity was there far from that you know what has actually happened is that uh, this uh, you know uh, overdose of power or you know this delegation of 370 and 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 a host of uh, uh, powers that it gave to to the state these were observed more in breach than in compliance or service of society that they were meant to you know that they were meant to cater to or satisfy the aspirations of and i have no hesitation in saying this that if there were to be a deliberate you know a textbook creation or a laboratory experiment of creating conducive conditions for militancy and unrest and disaffection it would hardly have improved upon the model that has that has obtained in jnk today the reason being that among many other things that i'll talk of if you go back in time right from 1947 49 you know when the constitution came about 53 we had a prime minister sheikh mohammed abdullah kashmir used to have a prime minister under its specific you know constitution and constitutional arrangement the uh, the scheme of things that delhi you know has uh, uh, brought about or ensured or cut short in uh, in jnk it has been more of a prescriptive democracy the prescriptions were uh, uh, formulated in, in delhi and an iou system used to play out in uh, jnk as a result of those prescriptions you were ha- having been uh, made or devised 
between family friends abdullah and uh, abdullah and the gandhi parivar between the muftis and the uh, gandhi parivar or some dispensation at the center 53 we had a prime minister sheikh mohammed abdullah and one fine morning we get to know that prime minister sheikh mohammed abdullah stands arrested and uh, i as a kashmiri the person that you know who fought alongside the forces in 49 when the pakistani uh, tribal invasion took place and the same kashmiri who had elected this government or who had you know who had who looked up to this uh, arrangement as a uh, as a democratically thrown up thrown up arrangement he was at sixes and at, at seven and sevens as to why overnight sheikh mohammed abdullah of all people who had actually glided or even uh, you know uh, this uh, uh, accession that we talk of the uni with the union of india and suddenly he was found you know guilty of uh, sedition or the charges of sedition and he was behind the bars for 22 years sheikh sahab was behind the bars until 75 i was uh, i was in my school uh, in in the 70s and i remember in 75 again a quirk of fate or delhi's whims we get to know that sheikh sahab has been released and sheikh sahab is going to be the chief minister of the state now 59 a man culpable or guilty of sedition becomes nationalist and good enough for delhi to side step and to you know ask the then duly elected we, we, we would say in italics to step aside and pave the way for sheikh sahab to take over as chief minister in these 22 years lot of water had flown from the uh, under the bridges of the jhelum and this is a time when uh, uh, we had congress governments by default or uh, by a rigged process or whatever you call that but by and large the people had forgotten about sheikh abdullah and all his politics or the relevance of that for right or wrong reasons and sheikh sahab when he came in in 75 he was chief minister for 2 years and again suddenly the uh, congress dispensation of this uh, day in delhi uh, uh, decides that sheikh sahab is to be is to be overthrown so what the congress does sheikh sahab incidentally didn't have a majority you know when he was when he was uh, installed as chief minister in 75 it was the congress which had the majority and sheikh sahab is asked to uh, uh, you know withdraw uh, to resign because the congress chooses to withdraw support and uh, what followed was the elections in 77 and sheikh sahab romped home with a thumping majority again you know these are instances that i'm quoting you know of the of the uh, of the interference and of the kind of uh, uh, overreach that delhi has you know uh, uh, has uh, is is found guilty of in kashmir and 77 sheikh sahab uh, romps home with a comfortable majority and uh, national conference government is in place and now when he takes over what he does is that uh, under this uh, garb of 370 some of the first decisions that that government took we uh, now have an assembly a legislative assembly that uh, is you know that has that whose lifespan is now extended to 6 years instead of 
सो कहने का मेरा अर्थ ये है दैट दिस आई ओ यू वैन इट प्लेड टू द सेटिस्फेक्शन ऑफ द रूलर्स इन डेली इट वॉज ओके आई वॉज नेवर पार्ट पार्ट टू दैट आई वॉज नेवर पार्टी टू दैट नीदर इन फिफ्टी थ्री नॉर इन सेवेंटी फाइव वेन शेख साहब वॉज रिलीज नॉर इन सेवेंटी सेवन वेन द एम्बिशन ऑफ सर्टन यू नो कांग्रेस मैन इन द स्टेट द फैक्ट दैट दे डेंट हैव अ मैचिंग यू नो सपोर्ट ऑन ग्राउंड नॉट विथ स्टैंडिंग दे चूज टू विदड्रॉ सपोर्ट एंड साइंस यू नो दैट स्टार्ट एमानेटिंग फ्रॉम सेवेंटी सेवन वर ऑफ द काइंड दैट अ टू फेस्ड पॉलिटिक्स नाउ इज गोइंग टू प्ले आउट and you know it's going to be anti delhi and where it suits uh, the local dispensation shakes shakes up and his national conference it could be even in anti india and so it was and the first of those steps came when he extended the tenure of the assembly to 6 years instead of the usual 5 it raised raised nobody's hackles in delhi nobody cared for 70 years this article 370 now today we are saying that it was a temporary provision but for 70 years nobody summed up the courage or the wisdom to have initiated a debate or a frank discussion on it what is the difference between 371 and 370 one is uh, one stands good for the northeast and uh, 370 we say it was temporary now i ask myself as a kashmiri is that my fault that for 70 long years the congress dynasts because iou's were playing out there was a whim which said sheikh saab should go behind the bars and there was a time which you know something uh, nice happened between the two the chemistry was so so good that you know it again uh, it was again imposed on me i am party to none of the, none of those decisions for 70 years i wish somebody had had the wisdom or the foresight to see that what was effectively happening is that this arrangement was being leveraged now as a tool of perpetuating and perpetuating power of the dynasty at that time the sheikhs come 83 we had an election again now because 77 and 83 spaced out by 6 years the assembly was of 6 years now the Cong- congress of the time you know had an antipathy by that time again developed an antipathy for for sheikh saab and for farooq abdullah and when that election takes place the congress starts just beating and chest thumping again after the results because sheikh saab you know what they used to do there they used to play to the gallery and look this is a vote for pakistan this is a vote for autonomy and we are not like the rest of india we have an assembly of 6 years we have our own laws it didn't raise anybody's hackles then again and when that election uh, of 83 happened farooq abdullah uh, was not uh, farooq abdullah became chief minister in uh, 80 82 i think yeah farooq abdullah be- became chief minister post the 83 elections sheikh saab and sheikh saab uh, uh, sheikh saab sheikh saab's demise took uh, took place Farooq succeeded, and Mrs. Gandhi flew all the way from here. If you re- recall, and post those elections in '83, the Congress now, you know, it started uh, raking up uh, this issue that uh, hey, look, the assembly elections were rigged, 
and otherwise this is not the uh, kind of you know result that should have come in. Mrs. Gandhi between 75 and 83, she was feeling a bit you know she had a grudging uh, outlook of the Sheikh and his politics by 83 because she realized that in 75 I let free this man after 22 years and by, by which time he was irrelevant and once in power now he started that streak you know of double speak that has started coming in and now he is challenging me. So what she did was and of course with a local player and later on that came to be the other dynasty of the state politics the Muftis. Muftis I was Congress president then and uh, money bags were transferred from Delhi and uh, the MLAs were bought. The national conference was, uh, by, you know, it was a division was ensured. In 84, Farooq Abdullah government is toppled again by the same Congress which is playing this facade since 53. Again, as a Kashmiri, I am at sixes and sevens. I say, why, why is this happening? I mean, I voted this man to power for right or wrong reasons. And when you talk of that clampdown today, you know, there are people who say that hey, Kashmir has become North Korea. Sorry, it's not North Korea and you are free to say that, you know, in, in, in conclaves that it's North Korea. North Korea, by the way, doesn't serve biryani to people in seven-star arrangements, even political detainees. And in 84, this government is toppled and Farooq Abdullah's brother-in-law is made Chief Minister. Now, I'm giving you a recap of the, uh, these, these are incidents actually. I'll come, come to the main, main, main talk, main, main subject. And uh, this man, when he takes over, he imposes a curfew, official and unofficial, which lasts for around 6-7 months. GM Shah, if you recall, Farooq Abdullah's brother-in-law. Now, people today, you know, when they say that we've removed 370 and, you know, there is this impression given that, uh, hey, we have reclaimed, we have reclaimed JNK. Oh, is it? How have you reclaimed JNK? It was never about JNK staying or being with the you know rest of the country with 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 India. It was about how best to keep JNK with us democratically. How how to keep JNK together together democratically. So that curfew took place, which lasted for, for a while, and people you know. Who had, who had cast their lot with this dispensation and were invested in it for a, a host of reasons, political conviction, uh, commercial interest or whatever, you know, uh, uh, a leaning towards an ideology. The disenchantment started in 84. The militancy came in 89. The first signs of militancy actually erupted in 87. And when people today say, you know, they chest beat and they thump their chests to say that we have reclaimed JNK, I would like them, I would like to remind them of this election of 83, in which the Congress pitted itself as an alternative or as a challenger to Sheikh Saab, his successor Farooq Abdullah, and managed some to, you know, to assimilate and to, it managed the attention of a good number of people in the valley on a pro-India plan, mind you. I think they were in the in, in voter, voter uh, range of around maybe percentage of around 15 to 20 percent in the valley. And they didn't get any seats. Mufti Sahib was uh, then Congress president. He lost elections. He was contesting from two places. 
unable to reconcile to that loss and Mrs. Gandhi's uh, you know contempt for the Sheikh, it had reached a crescendo. So that government was toppled in '84. That was another setback in '53, one in '75, by which time people had you know associated with a new setup. '83, when this election took place and the government was dismissed. By '86. Now, when that government took place, uh, took, took, took over in 84, GM Shah's government, it indulged in a range of malpractices. It, has, it, it, it had no stakes because, you know, it was supported from outside by the Congress and the dispensation in, in Delhi was very much uh, privy to whatever was happening. It was after all they who had in, uh, toppled Farooq and installed the puppet chief minister. In 86, the first sad and sorry sign that it would now tend to radicalism and it would now tend to take a religious you know, uh, a religious route or uh, the facade of a, uh, you know, uh, of, 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 of a uh, friction between communities. In 86, now Congress is after GM Shah that you step down and we'll make Mufti Muhammad Said the chief minister. And GM Shah puts his foot down, he says, no, I'm not doing that. So what, what the Congress did and which later, uh, I, I, I think it appeared in the media and uh, the Congress leadership here was of course in the know. The first temple desecration that took place in Kashmir was in 86 with a myopic and a very ulterior motive to ease GM Shah out of power. If you recall, that was 1986 in South Kashmir in a tem temple, in a very sacred, sacred temple of Hindus in Martin. And the first, uh, uh, you know, those riots that, riots until then, communal riots in Kashmir was you know, we, we, it was unknown. We, we, we never had a brush with such, such an experience. So that's what, the, what happened. And overnight, GM Shah was dismissed. Rajiv Gandhi was Prime Minister, GM Shah was dismissed. Now, when these people, I was just, just telling you, when these people, you know, who say that we have reclaimed JNK, I would like to remind them that after the election of 83, for right or wrong reasons, the agitation that the Congress sponsored on the uh, plank that the elections had been rigged, we lost around 10 boys, 10 young boys in Srinagar. They were carrying the uh, flags of India and of the Congress. And the, there was a brutal crackdown by Farooq Abdullah's police and they shot them dead. That child who Kashmir ka Bharat Mata ke liye jisne jaan di thi, shahadat ki thi. What happened? Why did he, why, why did, why did he uh, get forced? Why did he get carried away to pick up the gun? Eventually against the same, uh, you know, uh, system that he was fighting for, he had laid down his life for. What happened? In 49, when the tribal invasion took place, the Kashmiri, he fought alongside the forces to repel Pakistan. What happened in 70 years? How have we lost the trust of the Kashmiri? I mean, is it enough to say that, okay, we remove 370 and everything is going to be hunky-dory, everything is going to be alright? I wish it was that simple. The game of IOUs and the, you know, the personal, those, uh, those uh, obligations and the personal friendships, they're still playing out in Kashmir. If anybody tells you it's not, it's going to change after the abrogation of 370, he is misleading uh, the nation. And there are people who say that, you know, the Kashmiri was very pampered. He had a lot of, uh, he was, you know, he had an overdose of democratic freedom. And 
he was lord of all that he surveyed when i couldn't take my even i couldn't even take my own decisions you know of of having a democratic setup of having people of having elected representatives that i wish to see represent me i i never had that right actually it was a prescriptive you know uh, formulation which was devised by people sitting in delhi for all the right or wrong reasons and imposed on me in srinagar and 86 this uh, after this temple desecration took place the government was dismissed and rajiv gandhi now uh, he could see that you know it's it's gone too far now if i choose to impose because the assembly was keep, keep in, uh, kept in suspended animation if i now cho- choose to have mufti mohammad said in uh, in the saddle as chief minister it's going to be you know it was a it was it, it was a farce being played out but now it might turn into a tragedy because you know 53 75 77 83 86 and now to have a person back from the congress after after all this humbug would have been politically damaging for him so what he did overnight those iou's came into play he said okay let's let's all sit down around the table and you know i'm telling you in the manner of speaking everybody gets a share so what happened farooq abdullah is reinstalled as chief minister okay there's a musical chairs going on and we kashmiris are you know we are like fools we're seeing this helplessly there's nothing much we we could do about it and farooq abdullah becomes chief minister mufti sahab now is brought to delhi he's made union tourism minister and uh, in the state they say okay now what we do is that uh, why fight why quarrel between ourselves we are family after all the gandhis and abdullahs let's have a coalition we have now there will be no opposition okay the boys that took the bullets in their chest for india and for the democratic process of india they don't matter because now we are we are chum, chummies we we are best friends again pals and the next day lo and behold you have a congress and a national conference dispensation in place i mean there's got some there's got to be some morality there's got to be some you know some degree of shame left Uh, for for you to be indulging in su- such kind of theatrics and but such was the politics of jnk they got away with it and we had to endure that uh, national conference and congress regime now they were painfully aware of their relevance on the ground and by the time the next election was due in 87 i don't know how many of you know that said salahuddin the hizbul mujahideen commander who is now based in pakistan was a candidate in amiragadal constituency they formed uh, because the the first signs of radicalism had come in the first signs of religion having something to do with kashmir politics because we saw the kashmiris saw that uh, every other you know uh, 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 ruse or excuse or alibi or uh, logic or you know theory is being put paid to by delhi so maybe this really we whip up the religious now you know the sentiment and it might help consolidate of uh, a certain segment or society so that we overthrow this regime so they formed the uh, group called the muslim united front of which said salahuddin now in pakistan the hizbul mujahideen chief he contested elections from one of the constituencies against a very close relation of the abdullahs their candidates were willing winning in not many seats but at least 10 to 12 seats now what this coalition arrangement had done was that it had delegitimized the space of the opposition and there there was no dissent 
at least uh, you, there was no dissent in the assembly. It was an arrangement, mutual, mutually convenient one. And outside the, uh, you know, out, outside of, of the corridors of power or the assembly, people were dissatisfied. There was a lot of hue and cry. And the 87 elections were to be then the precursor to the later day militancy as you all know it. Said Salahuddin, this man was winning the election and uh, uh, he was declared, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the relation of uh, Farooq Abdullah who was contesting from there, a cabinet minister, a heavyweight cabinet minister. He was not content with this fraudulently managed win. What he did was that after those elections and after the result was announced, he asked the DIG, he said, get that man here. I want to see. You know, I, I, I really wish to see the audacity of the man who, who is this man who came up and challenged me in my fiefdom. He was brought to a police station and he was trampled upon and beaten for four consecutive days. Black and blue and by the time they left him. And there was another guy in that whose politics I may not agree with today. But that's where he started from. That was Yasin Malik. So they had, they bruised themselves nicely. Sayyid Alisha Gilani was also contesting then. And coincidentally, let me tell you, this radicalism of Kashmir which we talk about, sir, between 53 and 87, right, when this fraudulent election takes place and which Rajiv Gandhi is like misled into uh, conceding that, okay, let's take these elections. He's told that, hey, look, if you don't do this, the radicals and the Jamaat-e-Islami are going to hold sway, which was not true. It's like what happened in Punjab, Simranjit Singh Maan was a radical. He won the elections. He never entered. He never swore allegiance to the constitution of India. So, people forgot him. The same would have happened in Kashmir. I'm not saying that Sayyid Salahuddin would not have, you know, he had declared his allegiance to the constitution. That's why they allowed him to contest. So, uh, once this 87 farce, you know, uh, it took place, the government came into existence against that of the Congress and the uh, na uh, National Conference. So, these people started, these people started regrouping. And now this time, by this time, Ziaul Haq in Pakistan had already, he had started on working on this in 84. When you dismissed, you is not different from I. You means the dispensation in Delhi, political dispensation of the day. When we dismissed Farooq Abdullah, Ziaul Haq, you know, the first, uh, uh, the first uh, kind, the, the first initiation or the first uh, moves that ISI and Pakistan are supposed to have made was post 84 when GM Shah becomes chief minister. So, how fair is it to blame the Kashmiri today in the context of this background and the, in the aftermath of these tragedies? And then to say that we have reclaimed Kashmir and radicalism there, you know, we'll, of course, radicalism will not, will not countenance radicalism. By the way, Kashmiris, who are 53, se ke, I was telling you, until 87, Sayyid Ali Shah Gilani could not win another seat. He used to be an MLA. He could not create the necessary, uh, you know, uh, conditions or the influence, political influence that he would, you know, have, he should have been chief minister then. And if you saw this debate in parliament recently, when Amit Shah introduced this uh, uh, bill, 370 bill in the, in the Raj Sabha, there was a telling comment which he made. 
and you know i i i i i wish i i am an ordinary mortal like me can't uh, you know i can't say say if if i ever get to meet him i would like to ask him this he said uh, you know how people used to win elections in kashmir they were khalik made khalik abdul khalik was a returning officer from one from from srinagar and the prescriptive democracy that delhi had for us kashmiris so khalik used to do what he used to do he is that you know he would dismiss he, he would get nomination papers of six different candidates now delhi used to give him a list that this 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 is to be dismissed as you know formalities not complete the, some forms are rejected and that leaves two in the fray one is already you know taken care of so he is not going to offer any resistance and then you declare the congressman elected so amit shah said he said they are they were khalik made right and when in 75 sheikh saab took over i was a student in i think i was in my primary school fourth fifth standard then i asked my dad i said i read uh, civic science and you know political science as, a, as elementary elementaries of that i said how was sheikh saab taken over we have an assembly where someone else has the numerical majority he said this is malik made i said who is malik he said malik is delhi so between malik made and khalik made the prescriptive you know democracy that delhi gave us how is it fair to say that i was lord of all that i all that i surveyed 370 was you know i was king i am not i am not mourning that actually because i have seen through the facade of that you know of the, of the gamut of that uh, of, uh, you know that uh, uh, drama long back but in any democracy the constitution you know which is supposed to assimilate and absorb my energies as our constitution does and does it nicely it's such a richly you know drafted document and there is so much of absorbance there is so much of resilience i wish when they took this decision of abrogating 370 a discussion had taken place we had reconciled all these you know experiences and you know the factors the things the situation that brought us here in the first place what has happened instead is that um, narinder bhai used to say and he often used to say that we'll have a debate on 370 we might as well have had that i mean rather than you know delhi again coming out with a new prescription this time for a change saying that hey now you're not lord of all that you surveyed 370 doesn't apply to you okay so that has been uh, i think uh, that that has been uh, you know one one factor that has made me numb and that has made me dumbfounded as a kashmiri today that i don't matter perhaps i am part of this constitution for someone like me who is indian who is also kashmiri there is no conflict between the two i wish people had asked us i mean what happened how do you how how do we make it you know how do we make the system more transparent how do we remove this alienation what has caused it in the first place it's not that they don't know the tragedy is that they know but wahi hai jo ious ka or you know personal chemistries ka that that system of obligations it's again playing out in kashmir and one thing by the way on which all kashmiris post 370 are very happy about and they have no qualms on that one is that the dynasties at, at last they are where they belong to but it's another story sad story that you know we're there's a huge bill that we are incurring and they're in seven star comfort 
and on top of that the international you know the out, outcry that uh, we it's fetching us i would uh, much rather you know as a lesser mortal i don't i'll not get that uh, opportunity to tell amit shah or narendra modi that say let them out it's the people that you know uh, will uh, bring them to book and hold them to account why are you giving them this kind of importance but on a more serious note let me tell you if you go back uh, you know these last 3 4 years uh, where the pdp was in coalition with the uh, bjp what happened was that uh, interns by the way the only point in the recent years that kashmir has ever seemed you know limping back to normalcy or promising normalcy was when vajpayee ji was prime minister he was a great man and he has he had such foresight despite the fact that mufti sahab had only 16 mlas he chose to you know he chose to persuade or you know uh, he chose to reconcile uh, uh, conflicting ambitions of these uh, people and parties uh, which had you know uh, con- uh, competing uh, claims for forming government in jnk and sir he uh, i am told that it was he who eventually asked sonia gandhi to concede and to let them form the government with mufti sahab as chief minister despite the fact that he had very strong reservations about mufti's uh, separatist leanings which is a fact and unfortunately that experiment you know it uh, that which took place after kargil it almost restored peace to jnk but for the fact that again that that you know element of mischief and that uh, you know backroom maneuvering led to that amarnath uh, tragedy in which pdp ensured that there was a polarization on an on an on a non existent issue of amarnath polarization took place in a way that jammu you know uh, laid an embargo on supplies to kashmir which has not have even happened in 47 and that government came to an end and again you know it led to in, uh, 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 in, it led to a conflagration and uh, inflammatory uh, build up in kashmir politically and that government uh, when that fell the amarnath hesitation it claimed another 150 lives but when this bjp uh, pdp coalition recently took place i don't think they factored any of this the leanings the dichotomy of pdp you know vis-a-vis the constitution or you know its practices uh, uh, and its leaning towards the uh, uh, pro pakistan elements at the same time otherwise this radicalization of recent years this last 3 3 or 4 years and the spate you know the increased spate of militancy it wouldn't it might not have come about in fact when mufti sahab took over as chief minister in that swearing in ceremony he was uh, he opened his heart out he, or was that to set the cat among the pigeons he said i thank pakistan for the elections i think narendra ji modi bhai should have at that very time been you know uh, he should have wisened up to the fact that this experiment is going to cost us a bit and it did eventually i was talking to one of these uh, uh, you know i was talking to one of these uh, security brass in the uh, administration some time back i said there is a clamp down now and uh, in fact we were overdone it we seem to have overdone it but uh, what happened when Bur- burhan wani was killed remember burhan wani the uh, uh, you know the uh, militant who was killed and whose killing led to it was a long drawn uh, agitation and you know stone pelting and all that kind of thing and we lost an- another 150 lives then he said sorry sir what happened then was that the pdp government it put 
us you know in shackles it said that you have to let them vent out their anger let them come out which was diabolical had there been have had, had there been restrictions then loss of life on this scale would not have perhaps taken place these are things for delhi to you know uh, sit up and take note of but unfortunately i don't know uh, experience after experience and you know uh, failure after failure doesn't uh, seem to have you know it doesn't it, do, it doesn't seem to have uh, you know imparted much wisdom or uh, the the lessons the morals that that it should so today again post 370 what has happened is that uh, you know politics is now in a limbo because people suddenly feel that you know they were not uh, taken on board the known mainstream but when you talk of the mainstream and you look at uh, you know those uh, those two primary protagonists abdullahs and muftis how mainstream were they actually and did they actually you know did was was their activity conducive to strengthening of democracy democracy taking roots in the state or was it that uh, election after election elections have only been an end unto themselves not the process not the forces that those elections unleashed what has happened in uh, since 96 since we first had our since we had our first election post militancy they have actually had you know a fair amount of understanding between them stated or answered and vested interests have cropped up after 96 for whom militancy today is a full fledged industry those elements are today there in the bureaucracy they are also in the political setup lot of money is going from delhi and in fact money has never been a problem but the way the state has been administered it has lot to lot led to lot of heartburn unrest and dis- dissatisfaction by because those two families which have run the state since 96 alternately they have strengthened strengthened their own apparatus which you know is meant to uh, uh, you know perpetrate or perpetuate their uh, hold on power and at the same time dissuading uh, you know people that the younger alternatives the newer alternatives that could be part of this mainstream so the mainstream in that sense is not the mainstream there if they are today behind the bars people see hope in that people are not complaining why you have kept them behind the bars people say this should have happened long back elections being you know an 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 end unto themselves is not going to work in kashmir i think this last one year of governor's rule abhi to now we are union territory we should have had we had satyapal malik who whose you know uh, idiosyncrasies i don't need to recount and you know he had a, he had a certain temperament he had a certain predilection towards certain things i wish we had a very strategic mind at the helm we would have consolidated gains you know gains in the sense that the kashmiri there today longs for fair governance administrative redressal something that he has not seen poor fellow you know for a long 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 time going back in in history but 
uh, these elections that Lok Sabha elections took place that uh, you know 2019, our voter turnout uh, plummeted to in Srinagar it was around 4 percent. So, that should have given Delhi some insight into the kind of uh, dissatisfaction that prevails or the fact that despite a governor's rule, a central rule in, in Srinagar, things are not looking up. And this uh, August 5 decision, you know, which I believe there, I, I, I have reasons to say that, I don't have reasons to say that, you know, I doubt the intent, maybe the intent is good. But the manner in which, in, it, in which you know, we have gone about things leaves a lot to be desired. And going forward, if you know, we have a reset, then we don't have to replay all that what has been happening in the past. But sadly, people at the helm today in Srinagar, they're the ones who have been, you know, they're for donkey's years, pandering and catering only to parochial vested interests of their own and ones that are associated with them. You have smartphones, most of you, all of you. If you Google search right now, Patribal fake, fake encounter. There was an encounter that took place in Srinagar in which uh, 36 Sikhs were uh, massacred. Sometime around uh, Bill Clinton's visit, you know, when he visited India. And there is a there is a debate, you know, that's uh, there, there are imponderables whether this was done by the militants, this was done by whosoever. In three days' time, sir, what happened was that uh, an encounter took place in which five people were claimed uh, to have been shot dead, and uh, the SSP of that of that time, of that uh, area. He, uh, together with the army, they made a claim that basically the SSP, you know, it was the special operations group was functioning under the SSP. And he made a claim that these are the ones uh, who had massacred those 36 uh, innocent people and they are all dead. Here are the, their weapons. And barely uh, a fortnight later, it transpired, it revealed that those people who were killed were uh, nomads, they were Gujars. They had nothing to do with militancy. Their photographs, some, some of their, you know, survivor, surviving family members, they had seen their photographs and they came up and they said they are, they had nothing to do with militancy. We have lodged their missing complaints about a month back. That was reward based operations. That was the lure of the kill. Now mind you, the army as an institution is not into this. The civil police is. This again is a, you know, it's one thing that's incentivizing. It's incentivizing extrajudicial overreach. It's extra, it's incentivizing illegal killing, innocent killing. And uh, the CBI stepped in and it was proved that, okay, these were innocent people, their DNA was done. That case is now, it was, for technical reasons, it, it couldn't be taken to its logical end because the Armed Forces Special Powers Act prevented uh, the government from certain, you know, taking it to its logical end or taking certain action against the culprits, including the SSP. Now that SSP has joined the BJP and he is an advisor today. How do you instill hope in, in the common Kashmiri sir? He asks me when he says that, okay, you might not uh, veil or you might not just thump removal of 370. How do you justify this? What does Delhi mean to do to us? Is this how they are going to treat us? What do I say?
a party, any political party. In fact, you know, I voted for Narendra Modi twice in succession for the prime ministerial uh, this in the in the in the, in the, in the Lok Sabha election. But how do you justify excess in today's world? In any kind of society, in any any world, even I mean, had this incident taken place 10, 15, 20 years back, how could you have justified it then? How can you justify it today? A merit-based society which can't meet out justice. What does it do with 370 or the denial of it? I'm just giving you illustrative examples. If I start giving you exhaustive, you know, uh, we'll we'll run short of time. In JNK, the administration today, there is no dearth of uh, people, competent people, Kashmiri Muslims, your bright IES, IPS, uh, you know, uh, cadre from Delhi, from uh, uh, MP, from I, I, I have an IG who is from Bihar, I have a DG who is, who is you know, a, a South Indian. I mean, he could be DG, but he's not DG now. I have a DG, in fact, who is from Punjab. They are all IES, IPS. How do you discriminate in favor of the despised Kashmiri? The one that is the most dishonest. This has been your problem since 47 and you are still doing it. What is the reason? You don't have better uh, you know, examples to make of people there. And I know of people, I will not name them. Men of integrity and men of, you know, men of conviction, Indian to the core, Kashmiris, Muslims, even Hindus. They have been relegated to the sidelines. They can deliver much better. Why? Because the IOU system and the fact that Delhi has now gotten used to playing the chess from, you know, the back rooms of North Block and South Block. So I have people there who are actually not integrating the Kashmiri with the, uh, you know, with, with, with the constitution or with the rest of India. I have people there who are actually, you know, cutting at its very root. <laughs> two more examples I'll give. There are two brothers. One is an IAS and the other is an IPS. They retired last year in June before this August 5 decision was taken off withdrawing 370. And both were given extensions of one year. Okay, maybe it was required in the national interest, but was it in the national interest? These ma'am are gentlemen. One is a person who is now again you have smartphones, Google search. His name is Basir Ahmad Khan, he is divisional commissioner now in Kashmir. And the man was found guilty of misappropriation of government land and having fraudulently allotted it and you know, uh, uh, of handing it over, its possession over by ways and means to private people, to hoteliers. That matter is in court and it's been lingering on in court for 15 years, for 14 years. Why? Because the brother who has been given an extension is an additional director general rank officer. Who is a man who is credited with having carried out anti-insurgency and special operations in Kashmir? And what kind of special operations? The army has carried out special operations. I have had fantastic commanders. General Atta Hasnan, General, Gul, uh, General Panag, men, men of caliber, men of character. The army, there has been a resentment. There will be because you know when 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 uh, when when you lay a cordon and search operation, and when there is use of force, there will be some there will be some collateral damage. There will be some resentment. But the army has tried to minimize that. The 
Kashmir police, there is a lot of resentment against this group called the Special Operations Group. And this is an additional director rank officer who, had, who used to head it. For every genuine encounter, he would, you know, there was an excess that would follow. For 10 encounters, you had 10 cases of, you know, excessive use of brutal use of force or power or power for a various, you know, for a host of reasons. And this man ensures that this case against his brother, IES officer, doesn't proceed. It didn't. It's gathering dust in the courts. And I have a home minister or a, or a government, you know, uh, order from Delhi, which says that this, their, their services are being extended to national interest. I see nothing far, farthest from national interest in this particular case. And if you're dissuading or if you're putting down Kashmiri society or your administration like this, how do you regain their faith? How do you say 370, the removal of 370 per se is the panacea? It's going to work. It's going to yield what 370 didn't do. Now I, I don't have 370. But did you ensure account, accountability? Have you ensured transparency? Have you put a, uh, an incentive on merit? Have you put an incentive on nationalism, real nationalism? seven star Omar Abdullah and Mehbooba Mufti. I'll read out what... Uh, there was a visit by uh, uh, the American uh, embassy and of course it might have had the, the intelligence operatives with you know an inbuilt uh, as an inbuilt component. The WikiLeaks, I think sir you would have uh, read it some sometime. When they visited Srinagar, they said that uh, what I am telling you that this has become a vested interest interest in, vested interest industry now. A recurring theme throughout all of our interactions with Kashmiris is how Indian and Pakistani money has made. All Kashmiri political actors dependent on handouts from both the sides. This is an, this is an American assessment. It's t 10 years back. Umar, Farooq Abdullah, Umar and Farooq Abdullah, descendants of the Sheikh who first figured who first figured out Delhi's money game, live in fabulous houses in Srinagar. And Delhi both. They wear matching Panerai watches, serve glue label to their guests and travel all over the world, first class. The Americans could figure it out, we couldn't. Courtesy of the Indian government. Mirwais, the head of the separatists, is alleged to have real estate in Dubai. Courtesy of Pakistan. The state administration gets rivers of money for development. But the streets in JNK are appalling. Even by Indian standards. <laughs> this is how good we are, you know. So rich, 370. Army officers, we have heard, allegedly bribed their superiors for postings to JNK to get their hands on the logistics contracts 
and hearts and minds money there is a hearts and minds money also we have the secret funds over which this the, the likes of this adg sit it's meant to you know network it's meant to cull information it's meant to synchronize operations sajad lamented sajad loan is sajad loan the separatist as well separatist that the conflict remained lucrative to many and he's right communist party uh, member legis- and legislator tarigami also told us too many people have a stake in perpetuating the state's conflict between the two dynasts umar abdullah and mehbooba mufti both agree that there is no dearth of resource there is no dearth of delhi's goodwill there is no dearth of you know money that's come from delhi umar abdullah once put on twitter mehbooba mufti put it on twitter once kashmir is a political problem and needs resolution through dialogue and reconciliation linking the upsurge with lack of jobs is unfortunate and an insult to the thousands of kashmiris who have lost their lives in the last 3 decades so conditions apply for power within inverted commas we are there gladly okay but for resolution conflict resolution it's between you and pakistan we have nothing to do with that what has pakistan got to do with it have you have you set the house in order in kashmir with him aap loot part karenge you will you know uh, with your extra judicial overreach you will alienate people you will not serve the cause of the community and then you will ask the government of india to talk to pakistan but delhi as i said it doesn't seem to have wisenda na tab hue the na ab hue hain they should have then known that you know this is all a farce and we are being led up the garden path elections per se to have elections is not an answer was never an answer in fact i wonder why after that amarnath hesitation i i suppose i i would have rather preferred as a kashmiri that there was a period where things would level out there was a time you know when delhi would seize the seriousness and you know the momentum of the of of that uh, issue and ensure fair governance and ensure some semblance of order in jnk it never did that election karate gaye which the two you know uh, uh, the cousins the sheikhs and the muftis between themselves they devised ways and means to you know occupy the musical chairs and kashmiri tab bhi wahi tha without 370 aaj bhi wahi hai where he was when we have now that we have removed 370 so in nutshell what i feel and what i suggest is that one that this uh, you know carving out that has taken place of course when any government or any election a democratic Uh, set up there is now thrown up delhi should unhesitatingly you know it it will have to go back to the drawing board and you know what has been done actually is that you know we have people feel that not just 370 has been removed but they have been divested of their you know their identity or their you know their rights in the sense that they should have been the ones who would sit confabulate and deliberate a carving out of uh, you know a, 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 an administrative district or a unit nothing of that kind has happened delhi will have to go go and you know go back to the drawing board and rethink all of that and more importantly more more uh, you know uh, important than this is how we are going to now capture and how we are going to you know uh, captivate the attention of the common kashmiri with arbitrary decisions like the ones that we have been taking 
more interested in individuals than in institutions. This is not going to work. It has backfired. It has backfired very badly. We should not be focused and obsessed with individuals. We should, we should encourage, we should, we should propel accountability, we should ensure that the people feel they are looked after. And 370 withdrawal or abrogation and status quo anti is not, it's not possible. We don't see that happening now, of course. I know I, 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 as, as a Kashmiri might say that I would want to revert back to that position. But going forward, one can only look, you know, forward and into the future. I think this is what Delhi needs to do. We need to own Kashmiris. We need to give them a semblance of fair governance. We need to ensure that justice is not just uh, done, but it's also seen as having been done. And arbitrariness, which is an allergy to constitutionality of any kind, it will have to be avoided. We'll have to ensure that instances like these where uh, people culpable or, or guilty of excess, of indiscretion, of misuse of power, they are held to uh, account rather than make wrong examples of them. A quick uh, advisor to Governor Ban Betha Abhi, man who has soiled hands, man who has blood of the innocents. I don't think that's the way to you know catch attention or to uh, reinstill that faith which we must in the average Kashmiri today. In, uh, I'll just conclude with one 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 small observation. Pakistan ko hum jitna dosh dete hain, howsoever much we curse Pakistan and hold it responsible. You know, for every small thing now, it's become fashion to say that we are, we are doing this because Pakistan is doing this. Are we, are we servile or are we hostage to Pakistan's uh, machinations or misdemeanors? Has Pakistan come into the neighborhood just a decade or a, uh, you know, uh, or, or, or a few years back? They have been there since 47. 47 se lekar ke 87 tak Kashmiri pe uska vash kyun chala? Why could Pakistan not influence or corrupt my mind and why has Pakistan been successful in, since 86? The, the breakdown of that, those, that uh, chronology of events that I gave you, 86 may because conflict and crisis as I said are fertile soils for unrest. They invested a, a fraction of you know, what they would have in a normal war and here are the results, disaster. So instead of giving Pakistan this, you know, this halo of you know, being uh, so uh, superior and uh, so wily and so clever, I think it's time to do a reappraisal and you know set our own house in order. One thing that I'm very glad about, which you know when, when uh, which was uh, when this uh, uh, resolution was brought, the statement, the 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 intent of the gov government to you know to restore uh, uh, the semblance of order or to put their house in order in JNK first. And uh, I think the Home Minister said that Pakistan has no role in that. Of course, it doesn't because we have to do it ourselves. So let's do that rather than this. There was in 80, uh, there, there were two turning points, in se one in 71 when Bangladesh was carved out. And you know, which I remember as a kid, 71 uh, Bangladesh, when Bangladesh was liberated, the Kashmiri psyche, you know, it realized that Pakistan was not able to hold itself together democratically. And until uh, 77, 78, there was this, you know, this very strong perception that uh, casting our lot or even thinking about it is not is not pragmatic. It's 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 not. It doesn't make sense. And that again got a uh, it got you know it it got a boost kind of in 77. 
in 77 what happened 78 zulfikar ali bhutto was uh, you know uh, he was he was sentenced to death and the kashmiri average kashmiri saw that as a subversion of the judicial process and you know of democracy that was another point where kashmiris you know actually distanced themselves from everything that was pakistan in fact rahul there were process, processions the kind that you see today you know uh, they would pale in comparison in 77 jamaat e islami workers houses were torched their businesses were shut because people told them people said that look pakistan is what it is today because of the uh, radicalism and the fundamentalism that the jamaat has brought and this is why zulfar ali bhutto who was you know ek prateek the or a symbol of democratic uh, you know uh, the process of the fruition of democratic process in pakistan when he was hanged and the kashmiri you know could see that it was an extrajudicial murder so wo ek sympathy ya jo ek wo tha you know that on the back of their minds it was it had all uh, washed washed away and then what we did ourselves is history you you know all of that so it's it's a very uh, interesting it's a long subject but i wish i could uh, you know we had more time Tavid ji i will start off first aap mere guest hai ek tarah se magar i am going to challenge you please yeah, sure. uh, you will have to bear with me sure so i am left completely confused after your talk to be honest you have mentioned that uh, uh, you know all these uh, uh, breaches of of people who have been in crime have their hands soiled putting into plum positions all of this it's sounding as if it's unique to kashmir it actually happens all over the country correct all the governance manipulations maharashtra is a recent example correct uh, police uh, fake encounters hyderabad is a recent i correct. don't know if it is fake or no but it is yeah, a complete case yeah. of judicial of police overreach correct you correct. cannot go and kill just four people and there is massive uproar wonderful things clapping all over the country going on correct for yes uh the situation of uh pakistan interfering or you can know we, just can we take poor, it one can, just, can we take it one all by one of this sir all of this right together punjab we did not do anything no i'll better. not be able to focus let me first, let sure. me uh, let okay. me round off your first all, question all all i'm saying is that it is nothing in at all which is special to kashmir it no, has you been can continue with, the, with, the, with the entire sequel but i'll i'll knock off the first one yes go ahead which is why corruption and malfeasance or you know extra legal uh, assertion you say it's not unique to kashmir right i i beg to differ with you there i'll tell you why this is why i, ex- I explained the when i explained the con- context from 53 there is not a setup that i identify with the ruler mera qatil hi mera munsif hai the ruler is one who is himself supplanted not thrown up by me directly as sir, such sir the six may be able to say that for punjab equally which election in punjab congress did you ke, which, which election ke, in um, which election in punjab did you have where the elected chief minister was incarcerated for 22 years where a puppet was installed and who would be more prone to simp- who would have more sympathy with the officer that i was complaining against and in jnk my state is a geostrategically important state 
Pakistan, we, which which we uh, you know we we just said that you know we we I remarked that you know we are making uh, much of Pakistan's ability to uh, for sub subterfuge and you know sabotage, but instances such as these where the commoner doesn't associate the ruler does not have the sympathy or the accountability to his elector. How do you suppose when I go to this? Uh, ruler or this minister of or chief minister of mine, he is not going. He is not caring two hoots for me as a citizen because he knows he's got his links in Delhi intact. It's not me who has put him there. But sir, that's exactly the challenge. Exactly the question which happens everywhere. I have to deal with the uh, uh, with the labor inspector exactly like that. He treats me like a piece of shit when he enters my office. Doesn't he? I deal with the, what I, are your mechanisms sir, for? In sitting in Delhi, I deal with the MCD and the SDMC. Local pune like that. There is nothing special in what you all right. But the there is a redressal. There is a there is a there, there is, is no redressal. No, there is. Court cases last if you 15, find that you don't have redress, if you find you don't have redress here in Jammu, Jammu and Kashmir, you would feel you are under in, under I agree. martial law. I agree. Fair enough. But that's the same thing everywhere. Manipur, Assam, even Tamil Nadu, Hyderabad. There is no redressal in the country. That is the general politics situation of the country. True. The challenge is. That is why is it made out as if this is unique to Kashmiris and as if the Indian state must do something extraordinary for Kashmiris. Indian state must not interfere. But the prescriptive not, democracy is, that we are being administered from Delhi since '53 hasn't given me hope all these years. One scam after the other, one excess after the other. But Tell me off of off. Okay, sir, I'll I'll give you instances of sir, Punjab. Here, you you millions give me. of dollars of projects are stopped overnight. With just on on whims and fancies of government alliances, the entire metro project, the entire Amravati development project, everything has been stopped. Do you see Telugu people on the street stone pelting with their grouse? No, no, no. That, see, see, the, the, you you are you are you are comparing apples with oranges. I don't know why. I'm yeah. Not, to get what is the apples and the, oranges difference the, yeah, between the rest of India and Kashmir? Because you have proxies, Delhi proxies in Kashmir. The ones at least in Punjab or Delhi, Kejriwal is not a proxy. He may differ with you. He may say that, okay, this was your political commitment. It's not mine. At least he is not going to say that this man who killed five Kashmiris, innocent Kashmiris, and you know was re uh, rewarded for killing them. He is not going to say that. Okay, now this man is going to you I know. Mean, but uh, Omar Abdullah could, or later uh, uh, Sayed could have removed them. Could have removed them. I mean, Delhi the patronage system. You have the patronage system playing out. Okay, Since but that 96, is, yeah, that's exactly one of, how each, the Congress each, worked here. Sir. Each one of them, sir. That is exactly how the Congress worked here. Every institution is infiltrated here from ICCSR, ICHR, wherever you go, it is full of leftists because of the Congress leftist alliance. There is, there, have you read our history books? It is not the history that we know of or we should be proud of as Indians. Fine. There is no difference. The, I don't understand this whole point about Kashmiri victimhood. This I am not able to get at all. Why are you not able to get it? I am not able to. I mean, I see this every you, day in my daily life. This is this is this is playing out since '53. It's not victimhood. How many chief ministers? How many? How many? How many? Uh, you know, how many ministers do you know of who were there one fine day and removed whimsically and put behind the bars and restored the you know yeah, okay. the next day? Okay. I mean, I will take that that some. 
How many Whimsically. quote me an example? How many Narendra Modi's have you seen in Kashmir sir, rising without the patronage system? Sir, okay. The Congress has ruled for seventy years. It was it was it was elected. It was elected by the people of India. This is the first time in in Indian history that a person of non-patronage patronage has risen to become the prime minister yeah, of the true. country. This is the first time in seventy years. You all also of have India a Kejriwal. Give me an example where 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 a Kashmiri as a Kejriwal has come up. Give me an example where Narendra Modi as a Kashmiri has come up. Okay, but Sheikh Abdullah, Farooq Abdullah, Omar Abdullah is exactly how India has been ruled for seventy years. Yeah, true. Exactly like true. that. True. So I mean, it's the same thing. A Sheikh Abdullah, a, a Gandhi, be, being you know returning Sir, to power, a Gandhi returning to power, basis popular mandate, and and, and a Sheikh Abdullah taken out handheld. And made to sit in the chief minister's sir, post. Let me take are you. Not, are sir, not identical I, things. Sir, I will tell you the identical thing. Let Let me take you back to before the partition happened. Uh, out of thirteen presidencies of Congress, which voted while Gandhi was the de facto Mahatma Gandhi was the de facto chief of the Congress party. Uh, when the voting happened, one vote Nehru got. Twelve votes was to Sardar Patel. Gandhi completely vetoed all of that. This has been going on in the country for. And you paid a fair price for that. Doesn't matter. Paid a price or no, we're all living with and it. And would you say you have? All living with it with would the you, constitution. Would you say you haven't? You have paid a price for that, sir. Paid price or not price, all of us have paid price for it. But we've all lived along, worked with the constitution, worked with however we are, with all the mess, and tried to strive. See, there is no victimhood in me. I am angry. I am very angry. But there is no victimhood. Ki mere ko zabardasti extra. Extraordinarily, Which election did you contest against the chief minister, and where you were taken to a police station and beaten black and blue, divested of okay. your divested of your you know right to vote or divested of your right to contest? At least you can you you might file your papers against Rahul Gandhi or, or Narendra Modi tomorrow. Do you think anybody Sir, can do that in Kashmir? RSS workers in Kerala, just for filing, standing up against an election, get killed. A person who goes and rubs. Rama Lingam in Tamil Nadu, two people come to convert him to Muslims, and he all he does is hum apna dharm, apni topi lagate hain. Main apko ye lagata hu. His hands are cut off and he's killed and thrown. What are, are you talking about? Now, are those about? exceptions or is that the rule? A Kamlesh Tiwari talks about somebody, somebody comes and slits his throat. That's absolutely, not an exception, absolutely. sir. This is happening all over the country. Are those exceptions? No, or? sir. This happens. This is regular mess of a corrupt country all over the place. Not as a rule, as an exception, yes. She goes and just one second. She goes and asks this man who's brutally injured on TV interview. पूछती है उससे कि आप किसके लिए लड़ रहे हैं? वो कहता है मैं इस्लाम के लिए लड़ रहा हूँ. आप इस्लाम के लिए लड़ रहे हैं या कश्मीरत के लिए लड़ रहे हैं? बोलता है मैं इस्लाम के लिए लड़ रहा हूँ. नहीं नहीं आप कश्मीरत के लिए लड़ रहे होंगे. मतलब जबरदस्ती ये कुछ words डाले जा रहे हैं. So the whole point is, I am challenging that ये isn't it actually A, a very strong Islamic identity, which is just saying that, that is not, main unique. That is not unique to India at this point in time. Uh, right? In is concentration, it? yes. Is it? Is it? It's in concentration, yes. 
and my feeling is if the demographic change how happens how many people have we had from india you know who been you know uh, affected by the isis or been actively you know part of that or you know conspirators or i don't know the question i don't how know many the people Jee. in india how many muslims in india have been found complicit in that you know, quite that a I, lot i mean there are other than other I mean, than i mean i mean tamil nadu except, exceptions exceptions no despite the despite the despite the fact that this despite the fact that this 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 despite the fact that this you know uh, this uh, epidemic is global as as of now at this point in time ek ye epidemic hai aur india mein agar aapko 10 20 100 log aise mile hain i mean that's that's a trickle that's a drop in an but ocean but what does that mean sir that actually states something for the hindus of the country based on which the muslims are not radicalizing it is the hindu culture of the country which is keeping all of that intact. no you you what i when mr venkata ramani was speaking you yeah. mentioned it and he mentioned he 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 spoke on it and you you mentioned it even then that india being secular predominantly hindu and secular that's a fact i mean that's a, a statement of fact where is the uh, where is the conflict no so i don't get your point is it is secular and it is it is hindu and it is therefore therefore, therefore secular. secular yeah okay that is that is considered okay who says no i mean what was i was in my talk i said the kashmiri saw more hope in hindu india than in muslim pakistan why if he was radical why didn't sayed ali shah gilani manage 50 seats i mean the they moved away from pakistan i would agree and that, but i'm not sure if they aligned with the hindu india so there are two distinct parts of until it. in 87, my travel in kashmir until 87 happened if you been to kashmir yeah. and until 87 happened every kashmiri that used to come here you know was treated like a king even now when kashmiris come to delhi you would note one thing that aapko mall mein bhi yahan milenge ya theater mein bhi milenge things that are taboo in srinagar things Jee. that you know you would see our ladies uh, you know uh, uh, fearlessly and uh, you know uh, sometimes you would find them in the mall sometime in a restaurant with kids around maybe in a uh, you know in a in a park or in a whatever leisure park so that kind of assurance that kind of comfort the kashmiri still has in hindu india where is the conflict where is the conflict sir the conflict is conflict is anyways see what we put a set aside the genocide that kashmiri mandate that took place in 1989 the conflict is when you don't even mention that aspect at all the conflict is when nobody from kashmir even now is ready to take them back पंडित are part and parcel of kashmir without them kashmir is incomplete number 1 number 2 when they moved out because of the fear psychosis or because of the you know uh, imminent threat of militancy and militants that threat was not the threat from the local populace that threat emanated from people a certain set of people who had killed who had you know vandalized quite a quite a number of kashmir uh, kashmiri hindu pandits by then maybe around 100 150 the, the count that that is known of 
and that euphoria, that frenzy, that uh, you know, uh, post Rubia episode, Rubia Said episode, what happened was that when you let go and the government of India released those militants, there was a total chaos and a total, it was perceived to be as an abject surrender of the authority of the state. Uske baad jo crisis hui hai, the law and order machinery, you know, melted away. There was not uh, adequate, you know, uh, secu- there were not adequate security forces on the ground. Even if there had been someone, you know, who felt vulnerable as the Kashmiri Pandits did, they, you would not blame them mowing bag and baggage. And in fact, m- most poor people could not even carry bag and baggage. They just had to leave overnight. I have been repeatedly, and this is a farce. The impression that is given that Kashmiri Pandits moved under a conspiracy, and I, I have been repeatedly saying this. It had nothing to do with a conspiracy. Nobody conspired to move them out. Jagmohan didn't. The government of India didn't. Neither did, did Kashmiris per se. Yes, our failure lies in the fact that we could not, you know, give them because the, the, the all-pervading fear of the militancy and the euphoria that had gripped Kashmir by that time, leading to a, to a total meltdown of law and order, we could not assure them or majority should have assured them or majority. But you are forgetting one thing, sir. When you talk of Kashmiri Pandits, bahut Kashmiri Muslims bhi us period mein jo hai, they have had to migrate. The people who were voting voters of Congress, the cadre that belonged to the National Conference, the cadre that belonged to the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the communists, the mainstream political parties, if you care, just put in an RTI, you would find that they had a migrant relief milta tha from Jammu. When they moved to Jammu, outside of the valley, and there were at least 50-60,000 Muslims as well, who, who, who moved out. Because many of them were killed. Rahul in Kashmir, in Srinagar proper, where this uh, Sayyid Salahuddin contested his election from, a national conference pres- block president, uh, Mohammed Yusuf Halwai, he was shot 12 times in the head. And there were scores and dozens of him. My own uncle was, you know, he was butchered. He was, he, we found him in two pieces. 32 bullets were pumped into him in our hometown, which bad up. So to say that Kashmiri Pandits pe hi wo directed tha, that's not true. But yes, that plan was diabolical. And what led to, what led to the exact, exacerbation or, or, or the, you know, aggravation of that uh, situation was that release which took place at that time. That was a very ill-considered move. Kashmiris themselves were of the opinion that had the government of India not released those militants, perhaps the social pressure and you know the uh, the, uh, the kind that Rafal referred to just now that you know the Islam doesn't provide for certain things. Kidnapping is kidnapping of a woman is one of them. They would have let go of the woman in any case. Uske baad jo wahan ek, you know that was perceived to be like as if the government go- government forces and government had withdrawn from Kashmir. Sir, we can have different stories for different reasons, but the eventual outcome has been the same. Beat in Pakistan, beat in Bangladesh, beat in Afghanistan, or beat in Kashmir. But the only thing uh, who have suffered is, is Hindus. But that is true. Kashmiri Hindus have suffered. We, we can have different stories for every reason. There will be the. Sir, just, just a moment. Uh, Pakistan can have their own opinion on many aspects. Why Hindus' population gone down from 23% to 1.6%. They can have their own stories. Eventually, 
the next thing what they do the muslim guys they immediately attack the dogamal when did when did see it is when in any incident happened among hindus across country across western bread of the indian subcontinent where Indi- uh, hindus came together and attacked the mosque forget about that babri uh, thing because that case is going on for the past 500 years otherwise uh, tell me one one, one incident immediately they attacked the hindu temple what what, what it is the see and and tell me uh, let me tell you all the guys have been uh, have, all the all the guys have been set free nobody is in jail the guys who were uh, taken for the Uh, See any moral transgression doesn't need to be ascribed to a religion or a or a community. Why why did we have the stone pending on police and they couldn't retaliate even? This is not about this is not about religions. Deviant 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 you know behavior doesn't 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 belong necessarily belong to a religion. Uh, when baba ram rahim protested na Question is every time an incident happens, Muslim parties attack and they try to. Uh, Now that is that is a subjective view. I say devi- deviant behavior has got nothing to do with religion. Sir, actually, यहाँ पर वही counter वही आ रहा है कि deviant behavior has almost tend to so. अभी हैदराबाद रेप केस ले लो आप, okay? There was a guy, there was a Muslim, right? But they were not doing it, you know. Uh, pan religion it it was a criminality an act of uh, it was not in solidarity that the rest joined him sir uh, sir two points um so sir you said that uh, the local uh, kashmiri muslims were not a complice in the exodus of kashmiri pandits but there was not just one exodus there have been many exodus in the past and uh, also there have been many written accounts of the 19 uh, of the 89 exodus in which many of the neighbors were a part of it now second point is uh, till the till 1990 january 1990 all the pandits that were living in kashmir also faced the same issues regarding uh, the administration and the governments as the kashmiri muslims did after that they also you know were made to leave and they were made refugees in their own country but they did not pick up the guns they did not pick up the stones so yeah right सर uh, आपने कहा कि uh, ये जो नब्बे के दशक में जो कश्मीरी uh, पंडितों को वहाँ से निकाला गया जिसकी बात अभी हो रही थी आपने उसमें जिक्र किया कि किस प्रकार uh, 50 से 60 हज़ार uh, मुसलमान भी उसमें शामिल थे और uh, हिंदू जो थे वो टारगेटेड नहीं थे उसमें लेकिन सर जहाँ तक मेरी जानकारी सिर्फ हिंदू टारगेटेड नहीं थे ठीक है लेकिन जहाँ तक मेरी जानकारी कहती है कि वहाँ पर मस्जिदों में लाउड स्पीकर से रालिफ गालिफ सालिफ जैसे नारे लगाए जाते थे इसका अर्थ सभी को पता है कि या तो आप धर्मांतरण कीजिए या तो आप चले जाइए या तो आप मार दिए जाएंगे तो सर ये धर्मांतरण किसके लिए अगर ये सिर्फ हिंदू टारगेटेड नहीं थे तो ये गालिब गालिब सालिब जैसे कैसे नारे लगते थे इसका कौन इसके लिए किसको संबोधित किया जाता था ऐसे नारे कि हम कश्मीरी पंडितों को अपनाएंगे मगर उनके पुरुषों के बिना और महिलाओं के साथ 
तो कौन यहाँ पर टारगेटेड किया जा रहा था टारगेट तो हिंदू थे इसमें कोई देर इज नो टू टू ओपिनियंस ऑन दैट आई डिड नॉट से दैट इट वॉज नॉट द हिंदूज वर टारगेटेड येस डेफिनेटली येस दैट वॉज अ प्लॉय दैट वॉज अ पाकिस्तानी आई एस आई प्लॉय बट इफ यू थिंक दैट द मेजोरिटी वॉज ऑफ दैट ओपिनियन मेजोरिटी की उस वक्त कोई वॉइस नहीं थी द गन रूल सुप्रीम दिस मैन दैट आई मैंशन दैट ब्लॉक प्रेजिडेंट ऑफ नेशनल कॉन्फ्रेंस ही गॉट ट्वेल्व शॉर्ट्स इन इज हेड because he was he was he was a resident of a locality which which had a hindu which had which was fairly you know uh, uh, it had a fair hindu populace unko terrorize karne ke liye the muslim was shot dead hindus were target yes definitely there was jo aap keh rahe hain mosque se aisi aati thi definitely hota tha madness was ruling there was there was definitely an element of hysteria there was definitely i am not denying that this madness was coming what is the root cause where is the root of this madness the root of this madness i i told you i told you that it was a pakistani ploy to change the demographic uh, you know profile of the state aur jo wahan vciation tab hua pro anybody pro india the hindus were perceived not just perceived but presumed to be pro india india so they were targets obvious targets yes they were otherwise why would they have bichare wahan nange paon thode na bhagte wahan se as far as his question goes that why uh, kashmiri hindus didn't, didn't pick up the gun it is like uh, uh, you know uh, sanity kahiye unki ya ye kahiye ki unko wo agar us vatavaran ka ya us milieu ka aur kai din tak there was a incident coincidentally a case of a hindu boy who you know the hizbul mujahideen claimed was working for them and he was killed in an encounter in srinagar by the way i'm not uh, recalling his name but if you if you search it you will find it hindus when they left the place they left you know with all the baggage of negativity behind and credit go, credit goes to them for that agar wahan bane rehte uska jaise ek ladke ki ek se zyada the waise but ek ka to confirmed hai there was a hindu boy who was killed in an encounter ravi naam tha uska now you can google that and had they you know been forced or had had they per force of circumstance been required to contend with this shayad 10000 nahi to shayad 100 ladka unka bhi ho gaya hota involved maybe you are not you don't take it to it by choice at times you are driven to it the way ravi was uh, sir my question is is very straight and simple sir tell me how far this idea of democracy stand in consonance with the ideological construct of islam and just just democracy versus islam how the i this idea of democracy stands how far this idea of democracy stands in consonance with the ideological construct even even if he, I'll, he has got very uh, they got to wind up even in islam if you you know delve into our ab mullah aur jo aaj ke fanatics wo dete hain interpretation iska islam also has been guided by you know the the uh, the uh, not the concept of the modern democracy but by you know consensus or by approval hamare yahan even if you if you
हमारे यहाँ जो निकाह का कॉन्सेप्ट है योर कंकरेंस इज शॉर्ट फर्स्ट Yes or no? Sir, 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 sir. So just one last thing to stick to the original topic that was being discussed. Uh, sir, I just want you to, I just want you to summarize and as short as possible. What do you think the abrogation of three seventy? Uh, what will it? What kind of an impact will it have on the psyche of people in the valley? And how will their attitude change now? The, what is past is past. Let's say now going forward, how will it change? And what change do you see for Kashmir today? Sir, as I said, uh, reset. okay there is you know in this digital age and in this age where people have aspirations of a different kind economic political social reset 370 could mean reset and if we are resetting for good for betterment it will of course it will you know attract and as i said captivate the minds of the people there but if we are you know uh, replaying as we have in the past aberrations and excesses then sorry no hope the people there the youth there abhi rahul ne kahi this rahul somebody wrote to me last time he said i, I you must see that speech of mine on youtube uh, just punch in my name on kashmiri pandits and all 35a and uh, 370 so he said uh, there is there is this kashmiri youth who is aspiring to be an ips he wrote to me i get many dms and in fact i my talk or my you know uh, my narrative is a bit it's not the typical kashmiri narrative i said i am a kashmiri and i am an indian there is no conflict and he was he was wonderful he said you you know we have been carrying this baggage of victimhood for long i'm glad you're talking away you know and isse hatke thoda aap kar rahe so that victimhood i think we need to shed that rahul is right there ji <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>